It's Survivor's Friendly Fire Show. It's uh, the 210th episode for the very start of September 2022. I am one of your co-hosts, Steve Wright. Joining me, of course, as always, is my friend and yours, Ben Salter. Hello, Ben. You're looking so chirpy this week, Steve. Last week, you were you were so flat from, game, from Gamescom, and it's not like we're doing this in a close proximity to that episode, so you'd never know. If you're watching the video, you might have insider knowledge, and if not... I'm going to try to pretend that I'm not exhausted. Um, I think I just let it go. I let, I let the cat out of the bag. Oh, well. Um, do you have NBN yet? No NBN yet. Uh, no updates since last week. Very annoying. I can't tell you if I won my hockey games that have happened since the last time I told you about hockey games or not. But I'll tell you the next time. Probably, maybe, I for think- sure. I think they get it. Now and again, we record an episode a little ahead of time. So doesn't yes. matter. You, still, you still get your weekly entertainment fix with the Friendly Fire Show. But it's probably a good thing, to be honest. Like, we're recording this at the same time we did the, the Gamescom episode of last week. And really, all the news will have been in the Gamescom episode. So this time, we're going we're gonna to focus on a review, I think, for the most part. Um, but we'll talk about some other stuff as well. Uh, I, for some reason, I'm an idiot and a glutton for punishment, yeah. and I've been playing Death Stranding, I guess technically for the third time. The internet is going to absolutely lose their mind to hear this, and the reason you're playing it again is because, weirdly enough, this like big PlayStation Kojima exclusive has launched on Xbox Game Pass. Now, just for PC, because 5 of 5 Games has the publishing rights on PC, um, but yet, like, strange, considering that Sony has been proven to pay off third parties to not release their games on game pass um they seemingly didn't do it for one of their own franchises well microsoft has announced that uh new alignment with kojima productions on a game that may or may not be called overdose i think is what we reported back Mm. at e3 or non-e3 um so i'd imagine if sony's throwing money at at Kojima or 505, I guess, as the, the publisher, to, to not it let it on Game Pass. I guess Microsoft would probably be wanting to throw more to get it on Game Pass. Um, yeah. And I guess it's it's sort of reported, I guess it's, it's alleged that Microsoft gave $600,000 to a random European studio for the Game, Pla- Game Pass rights to... Uh, cooking simulator i think it was called so yeah there must be a reason for that and if they're going to give that much money for cooking simulator despite what people think about death stranding it's a big name title and i'm sure microsoft would be happy to throw more money correct well theoretically plus it's 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 just something we didn't really see coming and also the rumor for it came out and then like the real announcement just followed it which is great finally not to have like a rumor that you have to follow up for months and it just it happened quickly well, the rumor was technically just Game Pass putting up a photo of Death Stranding, so it wasn't really a rumor so much as a strategic marketing campaign. <laughs> it was, but how often do those not play out? Like, there's the thing like that which people read into, and it's... Uh, like, this was on purpose, you're right. True. There's, like, people read into it, and then it kind of gets assumed that that's definitely going to happen, and it doesn't, and it's not what they meant. So, good to see it work out this time. Well, um Depending on who you talk to on the internet, I'm a I'm an Xbox shill, and I hate everything Xbox. Well, I That's hate everything true. Xbox. It's 
reverse day. I hate everything PlayStation. I only love Xbox things. Um, I'm playing Death Stranding for the third time because now it has achievements. And yeah, you've been I, exposed by Death Stranding. <laughs> I assure you, I just wanted to make sure, just, just for my own benefit, uh, achievements do not make Death Stranding any better. Uh, I, I played a little bit this morning. I read my original PS4 review. I played more after that. And uh, I have never been more satisfied with anything I've written in my life than that review. So uh, I, I agree with you, Worth. I, I do not understand Death Stranding at all. It's not fun. Anyway, <laughs> that's just my personal opinion. Something that I have found to be fun was when we played Fall Guys together. We've been talking about it for weeks, for months even. We finally played. Uh, it's a good little game. Do I get to say I told you so at this point? Yeah, it's yeah. You I also told you told so. me so because you recommended it for my non-gaming partner, and she plays it. So it's the only game she plays. Uh, she knows how to sign in and turn an Xbox on and off now because of that one game. Um, she's got some achievements from it. She got some that are like before me, like the you know knock three people over before you even stand up. That's oh, kind of you thing. noob! You you utter um, noob! Well done, declare not you because yeah. you're a noob. <laughs> uh, she hasn't quite won yet, but she done pretty well like made it through so i think it matches you quite well with people who are similar skill level um easy to get into pretty easy control so it's like it is it's it's super easy to see what's happening um disappointing that there's no split screen like we could it's something that we probably would play together but not to the degree of like different tvs different rooms um i tried to play the switch version because potentially i could have played that but it's it's not great um I think it does the trick, which so we're no digital foundry, but I have seen that a lot of Switch games seem to have like your character run at one frame rate and like the other, like ones further in the distance at half speed. And it seems, yeah, like the robot arms. So my guess is you're running at a target of 30 frames and everyone else is at 15 or below. Um, and it just looks really janky and weird. So if that's all you've got, fair enough. But otherwise, I'd be playing on PlayStation and Xbox. But yeah, really good, easy to pick up and play. Uh, Geo's game didn't go so well but i think as solos we're all right and yeah like i don't know if we can play a a, a squad of four because that would literally mean we're each like you and and claire and matt and i are on different xboxes and different points of our houses in different points of australia which like i guess there's a time and a place for that kind of social but like that's not how i want to spend my social um seems super obvious split screen is the guy well, I think it's just, like, maybe it's not optimized enough to do that. Even, like, playing, um, I was cat-sitting for my friend Freya, and I gave her my old Xbox One X, and, like, I just hung out with the cat for a couple hours a day, so I'm like, well, you know, the Xbox is here, what's a game that I can download and just, like, play? Um, so I was playing Multiverses on the ser- oh, sorry on the One X, and, like, the frame rate was just atrocious compared to yeah. what i'm used to playing on a series x at home so like i don't know if i don't know what that uh, it, 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 you, uh, you make maybe. one version of the game and you try to optimize it probably for the i don't know the newest one or yeah. somewhere in the middle and it's very clear how it works but it's not that dip, like it's not that complex of a game in my mind but i'm also not a developer so who knows I wouldn't have thought split screen would make it that much more taxing. In that things like COD have online split screen, Halo does. Like you can still play with a bunch of people online. Well, and Halo more- Halo doesn't right now. The new Halo doesn't anyway. Uh, but anyway. COD does. You're right. COD certainly does. So I don't know. If you're a developer and can explain this to us in a simple way, 
God, by all means, not you, you won't get highlighted on the podcast. We'll also just interview you and do like some some proper sure. stuff with it. But even, even if you made it a current gen only feature, in the way that like <laughs> the the dodgier Switch version, you can still play with people. We have to play with people on other platforms if you want to find a game easily, and it doesn't really affect it. It's just not a great way to play. So maybe if it is a more taxing um, requirement, you could put it on current gen only or something. So there's potentially options. Well, yes. Anyway. Uh, something that is also not co-op split screen, but is co-op from... Doesn't need to be. <laughs> uh, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this of this episode. Uh, we're talking about Saints Row. Uh, I think we've agreed that we're going to keep it fairly spoiler-free. Um, no that's... story spoilers at all, so oh. you can listen in... Um, I don't even know what the story is, and I finished this game, so... I've, uh, I've not anywhere near finished because I didn't have to review it and I have no idea what's going on, nor do I care. So that's not going to be a problem for me either. Uh, since, since you have finished it, I think you yeah. take the lead and I'll just I'll, I'll follow your lead like we tried to do in co-op. Well, if you have been spoiled from a clip of the final boss battle that went a little bit viral, I think it was from Skill Up. From Skill Up? I watched it. that and I, like, it, I, it, I sort of registered it, but it was more just like, this is awful it was like more as the, to what the, happened the, in the clip the glitchiness of that um my experience with that boss battle not exactly the same glitch there but i had a bunch beforehand like it's a it, that's the end of the end um and it's a, that's a good summary of the game i posted a few clips accidentally through xbox uploading them early and it was just things of me like running into a bike that you can't um ride but like slowly bumping into it and it goes flying um like the collision detection is and the physics are ridiculous to go back to the start this is a, a game which was rebooting a series which hasn't had a proper new installment for nearly 10 years and it had an expansion in 2015 um and that so that was the last well two generation ago game it's meant to be rebooting that it has completely failed to reboot anything it needs to be rebooted again because this feels like a 360 ps3 game but it feels like an older one than the last few games so i played saints row the third to compare the remaster um, that's a 2011 game, so kind of mid PS3 360 generation, and that feels more modern than this does. This feels more 2006. It um, looks like a 360 game, but sorry, I keep look, going. It looks like a 360 game that was remastered at the start of the Xbox One generation. It doesn't look remastered to me. It, it just looks like a garbage 360 game, like muddy and gross, but sorry. Well, that's... So, it's yes, it doesn't look great. It doesn't play great if... Uh, you played a Saints Row game before, you know what to expect. The issue is um, the previous games, they're all about murdering goons, and this is what this one's about as well, in ridiculous ways. They've toned down the humor, so it's not quite as outrageous as number four was. It's still a bit childish, but I think it kind of fits. Like it's, It is what it is. Um, if you want to run around and you know free your nipple, you can do that, and that's all fine. Like It's that level of humor. Yeah. Um, no, no dildo bats, but you can put an eggplant yeah. emoji on your Ken doll like that's right. smooth nether region yeah yes that's it um <laughs> which that's fine like there's you kind of get what it is and then the the actual gameplay is basically just constantly shooting shooting thousands of the same generic guys that you've seen hundreds of times before you've probably played that game before very assassin's creed far cry a lot of shooters do that formula um the problem is the previous Saints Row games kind of set up why you were doing this in interesting ways. They had, you know, they threw in a fun set piece of you jumping out of a plane now to um, 
you know, now you've got to storm this building and rob a bank or whatever. And the the gameplay that followed that ultimately did have you killing people, but it, in different ways. And then different vehicle sequences and stuff like that. So it has similar setup. So like you'll go from something basic as I need to go get some donuts or I need to go review this shop to I need to bust someone out of prison or whatever. Like there's extremes, but then the gameplay within that is exactly the same every time. It's now murder goons. You buy a donut, oh no, I've got to kill 50 goons. Like it's it's exactly the same and it's it's not good third person shooting. It's as I say, Saints Row the Third felt more modern, way more modern. Um it's it's very much two thousand and six third person shooter. Um and the the way the AI move, it actually feel it reminded me a lot of Goldeneye on the sixty four, if you recall, when they would just stand in the corridor and then kind of roll to the side. Exactly the same movement. That's all they do. Um so it's it's just it's dated and yet still had it been polished and it all worked well, I think it would have been a, a, a six out of ten. You might enjoy this if you just want to ha- kind of have some mindless fun because it's not super long. Um, and even though each mission is pretty much the same, it's still a little bit ridiculous. And there's there's probably things that Saints Row people would would enjoy there. I'm somewhat disappointed in that it hasn't taken it to the next level and it hasn't improved things. It's probably worse than the last couple of games. It's nowhere near as good as the first two, but there would have been something there. The issue is it's horribly broken as you and I both experienced. Like the co-op didn't work. We got separated and then we couldn't rejoin. We had a ridiculous scenario where what happened? I I saw you and I both in a car and you <laughs> saw us in separate cars. And then yeah. the game said like mission over. Yeah. Because like, I, I tried to get out of my car to get into your car. And this happened to me quite a bit in the single player mode. There were times where like I couldn't move in the car and I failed because I wasn't in the car, but I was in the car. And there were also times where I thought I needed to get out of the car for some reason. And once you get out of a car in a mission, sometimes you can't get back in the car. And you get this weird, like, mm. get back in the car timer with, like, all these red flashing things. But, like, you're trying to smash Y, but nothing happens. A lot of the time in single player as well, I would get to a combat encounter and I couldn't use any combat skills so i was basically just standing around i could run around but like i I couldn't do anything else and a lot of stuff like that doesn't trigger properly um you know your character goes to open a fridge and they nothing happens and they just something appears in their hand stuff like that um quite often there's like you need to kill these guys who are outside of the mission zone so to actually better shoot them like they're so far away that you need to move out of it but if you move out and you stand out of that for more than six seconds or something you fail um i had one where you just had to kill the cops and then too many cops come basically you need to drive away in a vehicle um and when it eventually worked they all spawned around me somewhat um like the first four or five times i tried and had to restart every time is the second lot that would come after you would spawn on like an overpass bridge like a few blocks back and you could see them on your map but like then i couldn't there's no way to get up there because to get up there you need to drive too far away but you also can't shoot them from there because there's a barrier which is higher than they are so yeah. it's kind of like, how is this happening? So like uh, stuff like that. I didn't encounter that one, but I've heard so many people talk about that specific encounter. And like the, the can't combat thing happens to everyone. Uh, I think a very frequent one is the, the car stuff that I was talking about. If you get in a plane, sometimes it just zooms in hyper speed yeah, into something so and, ha- you can't, and you can't fix it. So like you just have to either reset or, or make do. But the checkpoint system is also so bad like, you could be 20, 25 minutes 
back from where you were. And on top of that, and something that we encountered in our attempts at co-op, it like ate all of my auto saves and my actual manual saves. And I had zero game progress when we tried to do co-op for about probably like legit two hours and we got 20 minutes of co-op out of it. And at least your game didn't get wrecked because you were reviewing it and I was just kind of like there as, as the the sidekick. But like I had to start again and the, the start of the game isn't that engaging to make you want to start again and experience it a second time. The start's the worst part, I would say. Like it, it actually probably improved from there. But it's <laughs> well, the, good, uh, at least. <laughs> the, the worst glitch is several times I had finished a long mission. It only happened after the longer missions. And I would get to a loading screen, which is just black with Saints Row in the right-hand corner. And it would just hang on that screen forever. And it would never progress past. Restart the game. My last save is not even my most recent autosave that I definitely had. It's like an hour. Um, and so that didn't happen once. It happened like three or four times. And it was it's draining to know oh, I've got to do that long mission again. And possibly like a bit I did on the side before that and still not be sure that it's going to pass this time like because that's when the game like it's that it saves that you've completed the mission just after that loading screen actually loads like you will see when you play it will load in and save will appear in the corner um and it's like yeah to to launch with that level of glitch is very problematic well and like there are games like assassin assassin's creed assassin's creed andromeda that's that's a future sequel undoubtedly um Mass Effect Andromeda were like legit. I played through 40 hours of the game and I had like maybe like a teeny, not really game breaking, just kind of annoying bug. But like I read about people who were having legitimate issues. This is a game yeah. where like consistently games media is like this happened, this happened, this happened, this like and everyone is encountering it. And it it like beggars belief as to how this got through QA testing. If it's not like a sort of isolated incident here and there and everywhere, but it's like legitimately every person has run into this at least one or two times. It, it's that, it's undercooked yeah. is is the easiest way to put it. So it's obviously rushed out by the style of game. Like the what they were trying to do was super safe as a reboot. It was let's make it as easy and quickly as possible. So it must have been rushed, and that was somewhat exacerbated by now this like plague of issues that it's got. Um, and so we gave it a four. We he considered giving it even lower, but I, I still somewhat enjoyed my time with it. Like I think if you love Saints Row, there's something there, but it's it's frustrating. Um, and it is, if it was any longer, I think I would have gone a lower score. Like I finished it playing only a small selection of side missions, admittedly, but I finished the main missions, and that took me probably eight or nine hours. Like it's not super long. Um, so even if you played all that side stuff, I can't. I think I'm about forty-five or fifty percent completion. So you're only going to double that. And the completion's a bit dodgy. Like you'll do a bunch of side missions and it won't jump up at all. And then you'll do one and it goes up like 2%. Like, so it's, I'm not entirely sure how to read that. Um, I think being short actually helps it in that regard, but it also makes it even harder to recommend. Like there's no doubt this is going to end up like a, you know, Battlefield $9 at JB in six months or, and or it's going to end up on PlayStation Plus Extra or Game Pass. So I would say that's the time to play it. And it should be patched up by then. So it should at least, it's still going to be a pretty safe game that doesn't take the the risks and the innovation that it should. But hopefully at least it's not going to crash on you. Your co-op's going to work. And co-op will probably be pretty fun if it actually worked. Like the missions worked fine, drop in and out, messing about in, you know, if we were both in a helicopter rampaging around, that'd probably be fun. Like it'd just be a, a muck around sandbox, but it just doesn't work enough. 
on that. Yeah, and like it's it's it seems like co-op was like a second thought. Like we 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 only played two or three missions in the end because like it just it wouldn't work enough to do it consistently, and we were getting fed up. But there was one mission. We were running through like tunnels, killing people, and there were like kind of two turrets set up like at various ends of this map. And I got into one, and I think you couldn't yeah. do anything for a little while. So I was like shooting at the boss guy from like a faraway turret, and I hit a checkpoint. And then you got like teleported into yeah. whatever you were supposed to be at, I guess, in their logic. But then it you were having trouble in that other turret because you weren't there. Like, I don't know. You spawned in it, weird or something. It teleported me to the other turret, but like in it, like physically in it, but like <laughs> I wasn't controlling it. So like when you need to press Y or triangle to take control or something like that. So I jumped out and I kind of thought, just because it's put me here, I need to be like next to it. But no, I could at no point take control of it in the same way that sometimes you can't actually get into a vehicle when you need to. Like it was the same glitch probably. Um, and it's just like, well, oh, yeah. I, guess I just have to wait for you to finish the mission because you clearly need to use this turret, which I can't use. So stuff like that. And it's like to the point where it, it was you and I on a, a, a Saturday or a Sunday morning. Like we were having fun enough just kind of like shooting the shit and talking to one another. And like, like it's it, there was fun to be had sort of in the gameplay when it worked. <laughs> there was fun to be had making fun of the gameplay when it wasn't. But uh, like... A majority of that time was me just being like, it says you have to hit A or something yeah. to ready up because it says I'm waiting for you to, to join your co-op party. And we just were like stuck on loading screens for like 75% of the time that we were trying to play. And like, that's that's not fun. We were still on a part like in a party talking, but like when everything does kind of sync up, there is like legitimately fun to be had. So I like I think the four was accurate. There There's some good bits. It's super buggy. It's not like unpolished in bits, but it it could have used a lot more time in a majority of it. So, yeah, I think that's fair. That's our opinion, of course. Um, But I am surprised to see like the seven, eights, nines, even if you like the gameplay, just the level that it's in, unless the, the version of the game that we played is just dodgy as hell. And there's this amazing PC build that is flawless. But I really doubt that. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I, we can't speak to those other platforms, of course, but like sometimes you'll get publishers or developers like saying, oh, uh, we don't have the, uh, the Xbox or the PlayStation version ready. So like you definitely have to review this, sorry, with the, with the PC code or something. And I still feel like all of these complaints are coming from like the gamut of platforms. It's not like. The yeah, Xbox build is buggy. The PlayStation builds better. The PC build is like flawless. It it feels like they're all pretty yeah. on par with one another. So, yeah. you recommended same. it as maybe like a PlayStation Plus or a, an Xbox Game Pass game, and I think that's that's pretty fair. It's one of those ones that like, or, or like you know like as is yeah. as is late of late. Like give it a year and maybe they'll put some money and bug fixing and stuff into it, or maybe they won't. Maybe they'll just like cut their losses. Uh, Embracer Group has lost uh, stock price as a result of this uh, release, um, which may or may not affect them. Let's get into the next bit of news because Embracer Group is basically, I think they own you, Ben. I, I, I yeah. heard they acquired you last week. It's, they, it's... Well, I'm available if they have the, enough money. Uh, they Yeah, they're embracing everyone. They, they, they can't group. buy your review. Just I just want to mm. make that crystal clear. Continue. Yeah. In case that's what you thought, they bought the 4 out of 10. <laughs> So, 
but yeah, that they're buying everything. So they own so many studios. They ordered, they bought a bunch of smaller ones recently, who I can't even remember because there's so many. But they also ended up with the rights to Lord of the Rings. So now they own like they're getting into mass media properties. Yes, um, which is getting scarier. Uh, what so not like that? not like the book, The Lord of the Rings, but from my understanding of it, they own like the IP They're rights the, to like the Amazon show that's based on the Lord of the Rings or maybe not because it's not based on the books. Don't they have like the adaptation rights? So like games, movies, TV shows, that type of stuff. Of the of the trilogy and the Hobbit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, not so maybe I, so I guess that Amazon show is sort of not That's part of that. Is I, I don't know. That's I, doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. They they somehow have Lord of the Rings. Uh <laughs> The point is, they, they're buying up, like, we, we're getting so caught up in, like, should Microsoft be buying an Activision or something? This Embracer group is so much bigger than, like, active, than uh, Xbox or PlayStation. Um, what do we make of them? It's, yeah, it's weird. It's weird that they can, they, they acquired, like, six or seven different properties. And, like, the rest of them were, like, like Tripwire Entertainment. I don't know. Other ones. But, like, the Lord of the Rings... The Tolkien IP rights, that's big. And I yeah, think they have Deep Silver, right? Is that... Yeah. Yeah, like they have... Because they have Play On or whatever they're called now. Play On, so that's like not. Play On, Koch, Prime Matter, Deep Silver. Like there's a yeah. bunch under that. Um, they're just slowly, surely taking over a lot of different things. And they might be smaller entities, but like that's... I think that's kind of an issue with what's going on in, in the general landscape and it's it's sort of games related but not like warner discovery um of late has been in the news because they're pulling you know like episodes of sesame street and a whole bunch of like uh old shows and canceling the batgirl movie and canceling like the new batman animated series which was like a continuation of like the 90s batman animated series that i grew up on like just to save money because they're gobbling up entities and they need to prove to their investors that they can save money, but still produce content. And it's hard not to see any acquisition taking that slant to some extent. And like, even we haven't seen it in Australia, I guess with Microsoft and Bethesda as a good example, because like all the people who are doing Bethesda, PR and admin and stuff in Australia still have jobs. It's not like they were laid off, but Microsoft has yeah. taken them and they're going to take Activision Blizzard. Theoretically, there are potentially three sets of people kind of doing the same thing. So the next logical step could be, well, we don't need you, 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 or you because we have too many people doing job A. Um, so it is scary, isn't it? Well, yeah, and it's like, are they going to just sideline a bunch of these things anyway? Like when they first, so like 2013, they bought, they ended up with stuff like Darksiders and Destroyer Humans, like stuff which no one really cared that much about, but they've ended up getting Lord of the Rings. Like they've gone well, much and, bigger and they've and got so much. Tomb, Tomb Raider. And, and Tomb Raider. what did they get from Square, Square Enix? They got Tomb Raider, they got Just Cause? Or no, was that the one that they didn't take? They got a Thief uh, for sure. They got a whole bunch of stuff from Square Enix. Yeah, they've got he yeah. Not a fact-based show. Don't don't try. Back well, they got <laughs> Gearbox, right? So they've Gearbox is pretty big. Uh, anyway, they've they've got Aspire as well, who didn't do very well with Knights of the Old Republic. So they they nearly had a hit there, but that didn't quite work out. 
Um, yeah, Tomb Raider is probably one of their bigger game franchises. I think the the main thing is that so like whenever Sony like buying Budgie or um, PlayStation buying or Microsoft buying Activision gets so much scrutiny. And like we really hold them to the standards of like, oh my god, are you going to make this exclusive? That is that going to be good for us? And in some cases, it probably is. Like I generally think that Microsoft could turn around Activision, which has a pretty dodgy culture by all reports. Yeah, I think that could be good. Um, but we don't want them to own everything. Like there's there's a line there, and I think um, certainly the business world, but even more so, probably fans of other console, even though it does flame the console was a little bit, um, hold them to account somewhat in that we. If you get too vocal, they're going to stop, they're going to slow down, or they're going to be cautious. Perhaps Microsoft was planning to make Call of Duty multi-platform at some point, but there's been enough rage that I don't think they will now. Mm. I kind of feel like they they don't want to risk just the such negative PR, and it will sell like crazy on all platforms no matter what they do. I'm not yeah. sure they even have to. It's such a big franchise. And after a giant um, flex by Sony to like Microsoft and the Call of Duty stuff, as we're seeing in like the Brazilian court with all those documents coming out, like I don't think Sony, yeah. even though they've acquired Bungie, if there's a Destiny three, which I don't know if there is, I think it's going to be a new IP from Bungie. They're not. They're not about to make that. Uh, platform exclusive game now because they've flecked so hard trying to be like give give power to the gamers we all we all want platforms and stuff so like there's a bit of accountability there embracer doesn't seem to have that yeah in that embracer. same way but i guess maybe like with saints row tanking and the stock price tanking maybe that's accountability like you you can't just push out yeah maybe garbage you need to garbage is a bad word but you can't push out subpar, un- undercooked things. You need to make sure they're ready to go. And if you're going to put it out on 17 platforms, just make sure it can play well on those platforms. And then that will bring money back in. So that's sort of accountability. But is it? I don't know. Yeah, I'm jaded. I don't goes, think it is. It goes more unnoticed. The same with Tencent. Like they're so massive. And we're just uh, we're so focused always on the main the main platform holders. What are they doing? Whereas they're actually not as big as as we might think they are. There are there are bigger companies around them, um, and they're just like these big conglomerate groups. Like they're not like they're a single publisher. It's like Embracer Group has a bunch of publishers. Yeah, group. So I don't know. Well, we'll see how it goes. We know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> not a fact based show. We couldn't yeah. tell you if they have just cause or not, and we don't care. We'll find out some other time when it's relevant to the story that we're talking about. Um, no. What Last we can topic. Tell you, what, what we what? can tell you is that PlayStation seems to have given up on classic games on PlayStation Plus in month number two. So this is pretty disappointing. The games for August came out. It was a small selection. And the, the extra games were okay. So let's start on the positive. The they, they were not mind-blowing, but we knew from the start that new releases are not really a thing on PlayStation Plus. There's going True. to be the odd one like Stray. So with that in mind, having a bunch of like uh, Yakuza games or something, not bad. Um but to have no classics in month two is is pretty pathetic, really. Especially when you consider that there was only one PSP game and there's still only one. There was a very small selection of PS1 games, which for some reason includes like two versions of Worms, but like a bunch of major franchises missing. Um, and the PS2 classics, we may as well discount all of them because what's there is already available on PS4 through the PS2 classics lineup there. And they've been there for years. Um, so... I feel like until they release some new ones that weren't already on the platform, being on PS4 means they're on PS5. Can't really count them. Um, and we don't have PS3 games, of course. So there's, there's such a small lineup. 
my thinking was they were doing a Nintendo in drip feeding it, like. But even Nintendo give us one Nintendo 64 yeah, game every they've month. They've turned the faucet off already. And that's scary. Yeah. Months too. <laughs> I thought they were going to... And it's not like work needs to be done. Like they've re-released a bunch of these games on previous platforms. Uh, they're there to... I know they stuffed up the whole power thing, giving us the dodgy versions in the wrong frame rate. Easily to fix that. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't require a lot of work. They've got the ROMs just sitting there. Yeah, if they want to do add some trophies or whatever, and that's going to take some time, fine. But like, you'd at least expect to have some releases. Not do not. it later and tie it into the save game because I'm in this like uh, precarious position now, I guess. Where I uh, we talked about it a couple episodes ago, I'm sure for Stray, um, I upped my sub from Essentials to Deluxe. Extra? I had deluxe. I had I literally deluxe. had to check my notes. I had to look down at my notes. Um, the only reason I am checking my notes is because I got an email from Sony saying uh, your subscription is about to expire because we've used all of your paid stuff. So in September, we're going to charge you one hundred and fifty four ninety five for twelve months of Ooh, PlayStation Plus Deluxe. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think I will let you because I, I don't mm, yeah. well, see the point. Nothing on Deluxe. So the thing is, they promised like over 300 classic games at launch. And to be fair to them, a bunch of those are streamed PS3 games that we don't have. But I mean, that that's what they And subsequently said. pay a little bit less for, but not much. I don't think we pay enough less. Because what we actually have, instead of that 300 plus, is we have about 30. And we pay like, you know, $10, $20 a month. Not a, a year, sorry. Not a month. Less. I feel like it should have been, you know... The that one fifty you said it should definitely twenty dollars less a month for us. That, yeah. I would I would pay that for sure. Perfect. Yeah, it, it seems like too much, but the yeah, it, it seemed obvious to me that they'd be releasing more. So is it a fact that they just don't have the emulation ready? There's issues with it. Is it licensing? But like, surely if it was licensing, and it could be, um, they would just release some of their first party games while they sort out the licensing for some third party stuff. Like they don't have the license of Resident Evil Two, for example. They can. They could definitely get it. They released Resident Evil One already, so it's. I don't know what it is. Why wouldn't they have any ready for month two? It, I. I don't know if they have enough data to be able to to justify what I'm saying, but I'm like pure speculation here. They've looked at the data. No one's playing the classics, and then people are playing the newish or newer stuff, like the Yakuza stuff, like. Maybe all of the Ubisoft Plus classics or whatever that thing is called. Like all the newish games that maybe people didn't buy but are like, I don't know, we'll say five to six years old or newer that are yeah. justifying the cost of, of a subscription if, if you are not us. <laughs> Whereas like me, I... Like, I have a, a Game Pass subscription, so if there's a multiplayer game, I'll probably get it on Xbox, and then the multiplayer's done. So, like, I had Essentials for maybe Sony PlayStation multiplayer games, and I'll probably keep that. I won't go Deluxe in case I need it. But I'm back to where I was, I think, before this came out and we were talking about it. I am interested in the classics, but I'm not interested in just, like, going and playing Ape Escape for for shits and giggles like i want i want resident evil i want re2 i want re3 i want dino crisis and i think for me it's more cost effective to wait until those are ready and rather than taking advantage of them in the subscription i'll just pay 20 bucks a pop or whatever the price i think that's about right 20 bucks a pop yeah, to just 15, yeah. Which, get which them and own they... them and have them for when i want them 
which they said for PS1 games, they kind of made it look like that wouldn't be a thing, but it, it seems like you can buy them. So, yeah, um, I think what you said could be a good point if there was only one or only two tiers, if there was essentials and then just the extra games. Maybe they would have thought, you know what, people don't play the classics, so for the first few months, let's give them newer games because that's what's going to keep people subscribed. And fair enough for extra, but then why does the level exist? Like it should almost, they should have almost said to us here, we don't have all the PS3 games. That's going to be the third tier internationally. You're just going to get essentials and just deluxe, like there's no extra or something. There's just that one, that one step up, which is cheaper price um, than what it is here. And you, you get the handful of classics which get released every year because it's just, it's very disappointing to subscribe to a level of the highest tier of a subscription. And that's the one that doesn't get new content. If yeah. they did the other way around and extra didn't get it for a brief period, you can kind of say, well, you've got kind of like the silver level. Like I can't think of anything else where you get the gold level and you get less benefits than you would have done if you'd got like silver's getting more new stuff than you are. So it's, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. And unrelated, but sort of is related. Like it still makes no sense to me that game trials are tied to the highest tier of the subscription service where you like, you would be better off putting that at the lowest tier so people can yeah. try a game, and if they like it, and it's not in the subscription, but it's discounted or something, you will get the extra sale. Whereas most people who are in the highest tier probably already have those games that they're trying to sell to you via trial, and it just doesn't make any sense. And there's also that weird obligation of developers and publishers to make these trials on top of their normal processes. But like, I don't know, someone's looking at the numbers and it must be computing or like it's Maybe. it's too early to, to, to revise or revamp. But I guess uh, even in that I, case, something will change in, in that theory. I would have thought they would have planned, even if there was numbers saying that no one's playing the classics, they would have planned far enough ahead that they would have had some ready for now anyway. So that makes me think that they've rushed this out much quicker than they planned to, which would explain why there were so few games in classics to begin with, because they're harder to do than as the extra tier, because that's just games which are already on PS5 via being on PS4. Um, but then if that's true, there's a bunch of PS2 games, which as I just said, are on PS4 that they could easily add. You have to do anything. They've already got trophies they're already in the store. Um, so like it, maybe it was rushed out and they just haven't had time to plan it out properly, but it's, it's poor. Like there's no other way around that. <laughs> if if Sony could get that organized, that would be lovely. Just so I can play RE2 and RE3 and Dino yeah. Crisis. Like, that's really all I'm super caring about at this point. Maybe, like, uh, there, uh, there's a whole bunch of really good Star Trek games on PlayStation, which will definitely not be licensed yeah, anymore. It will be very difficult to release. But I, if they can manage those, I'll take those too. And I'll buy them individually and it's probably going to come out to more money than me buying a subscription. So there uh, you go. Un- Not that Sony listens to me, but they could if they wanted to. Unpopular opinion. One of my favorite PS1 games was the Phantom Menace game. Now, it is, <laughs> it's not played by a handful of people. And like it was like, it's ambitious. Like it, it came out years later that they made this game having no idea what the movie was going to be about because they, they just had some like concept art and a script that was wrong, basically. Um, so they just kind of had to make it up from the original trilogy what they thought it would become, and they did okay. Like they had it had branching dialogue, it had like lightsabers when games hadn't really had that before to that degree. You could go kill everyone if you wanted to, and then people wouldn't help you, so you couldn't get through the mission. Stuff like that. Like it's a fun game. Uh, there are heaps of old Star Wars games through these subscription services, but this one 
wouldn't be and that's that's disappointing because it's it's a banger well, i mean it's hard hard to play but it's a banger you, th- you think we have it easy as 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 games journalists now ben but i used to work at rogers video the like blockbuster equivalent in canada and had a playstation and i could literally just rent any game that we had whenever i wanted for free i just had this i had like the playstation plus super duper deluxe premium it it just wasn't called that at the time it was fantastic i there was a star trek game that was like in the mirror universe and george takai was like voicing sulu but he was like evil sulu like the one without his shirt on and like the fencing foil oh so good such a good game playstation like ps1 games probably we have rose-colored glasses on thinking about some of these but like chef's kiss basically the ones we want are never going to be released but we would still love to see some more actually released and some psp games like there's only one like why do you even you you can't playstation you can't say that there's psp games on this service one game doesn't count like you need there's certainly not games you can say game and even that's generous like come on it's literally the dawn of a new month uh being september maybe we'll, we'll have surprises this month maybe november maybe just maybe we'll get christmas might not be early, That's but we might get Christmas from PlayStation Plus. Yeah, we, uh, we did. It'll be too late for me because I've already canceled my subscription. We, we we did let slip at the start of this episode that we're recording this one a couple of days early, so it is possible we'll look like fools when between then and now they've announced like all these classic games coming to the service. Oh, and if that happens, sorry. We'll just come back for a five-minute like special podcast bonus episode where it's like a retraction, and I'll happily take it all back. I don't feel like we're gonna have to need to do that though ben I, I don't think we will and if we did have to do that it'll be right here <laughs> was there anything nothing if there was just a gap there it means that didn't happen <laughs> so well and that's the magic of podcasts you're acting like i'm gonna change this i'm just like i'm getting this ready like the day that we record this and it'll we'll, we'll do us it we'll we'll do the due diligence it'll be fine um how do we are we done what do you what do you yeah, say it's done. been like a 40 minute episode this is overly long for us there's a lot there uh don't play centro consider your playstation subscription xbox is not doing much better they haven't had a day one release in years uh everything's bad basically so hopefully games <laughs> improve <laughs> that's our gist how do we find your optimistic self on the internet then uh i want to be back and, and perky and upbeat about games in the next episode you can find me in the meantime uh on twitter ben underscore salsa and how do we find you uh, uh, that is a good question, and my brain is just completely shut off. S. Right, my name is Steve. Right, S. Right, A. U. Uh, since we last spoke, you can get a whole bunch of uh, stuff on NHL 23 because I know you're itching wow. to find out about it. Uh, I also uh, previewed the Dark Pictures Devil in Me, which seems like it's going to be pretty good. Um, hmm. we'll talk about this next time. Maybe I I fin I finally finished after like fully a year and a half uh house of ashes i'm excited Ooh. um so we can talk about some super massive stuff if we're uh devoid of content and um very shortly very soon you'll probably see at least jay's splatoon review on the site i'm sure in september there's more stuff going on but oh, i no. am bad at telling the future well that's fine i think we'll leave that one there and we'll see you next time